0: back ladies and gentlemen to the peak endurance podcast with your host Isabel ross as a personal trainer accredited endurance coach and now podcast host Isabel is bringing you the best advice tips and tricks for your health and athletics having had raced all over the world including participating in the notorious Barkley marathons she's now brought all of her knowledge and brought it back to you so you can now be an expert so sit back relax and the knowledge you'll receive will have you off to the races
1: and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Episode 183 is all about my Costa Cosy adventure. Costa Cosy is a tough race in anyone's language, and I always knew it would be, but I don't think you really fully appreciate how tough it is until you actually do it. I know I certainly didn't. In this podcast, Ron and I have a quick chat before the race, then a group chat with the whole crew after the race, it's all a bit of fun, so I hope you enjoy it. As always, I do love it when people tell me how much they love the podcast, but I would love it even more if you could go onto Apple Podcasts and give the show five stars and write a short review. In that way, you are helping the podcast to grow. And don't you want to help a fellow runner out? I don't get paid to do this. And I know this this podcast episode is is all about my Coast to Cozzy, but I often interview people to give you knowledge. And maybe this is giving you knowledge for Coast to Cozzy for one day when you want to do it. And knowing that you appreciate it, the effort by with the review, helps me stay motivated to keep going with this podcast. So I'd really appreciate it if you could do that. And, you know, reviewing it helps the podcast to grow because then Apple Podcasts shows it to people who are searching running podcasts if they know that people are enjoying it anyway what's going on with peak endurance coaching don't forget about the goal setting webinar on january the 11th which will help you set your goals and habits no not just for your races okay but for, um, or your race goals, but for for developing the habits and the goals for your day-to-day training and week-to-week and month-to-month and those sorts of things. Don't also forget the 28 day stretching and mobilization challenge. This really is so important, I'm telling you, it can be a game changer for your runner. Running to be able to have that mobility within your body, Keeping that range of motion is so important if you want to stay injury-free and keep your speed up and those sorts of things. Also, the mindfulness challenge that I did last year, or this year, gosh, it's not New year yet, is now a Start Any Time program. So you can purchase that and you'll get sent weekly videos and daily prompts that will help turn your mindfulness practice into a daily habit. Go to the website, peakendurancecoaching.com.au, to find out more about all of these. Now, I'd love it if you could support the people who support this podcast. Health and High Performance will help you keep those niggles at bay and get you back running healthy and strong. Now, of course, we all know the best chocolate out there um, is peak chocolate, as it not only tastes good, but it's good for you, and it's great for racing, getting the um, caffeine and taurine, you know, It really helps. Go to peakchocolate.com.au to get 15% off some yummy chocolate, that is actually good for you, which makes a nice change, doesn't it? Like I said, I'm loving their new milk chocolate, hot chocolate mix. It is absolutely divine, really gives me that everyday chocolate hit without the guilt. Um, although I know some people don't feel guilty about it, I certainly do if I'm eating too much chocolate. But this way, I am enjoying it guilt-free. All right, well, I hope you enjoy this um, podcast chat, informal, inter- no, it's not even an interview, informal
0: chat, all right, all about Costa Cozy. Enjoy. See you next time.
2: My name's Sarah. I've been coached by Izzy since February this year, 2022. I've had a really good year of running. Thank you to the support um, and guidance from Izzy. I did two main races, um, the Surfcase Century 100 kilometers and also the New York Marathon. Both of these races, um, I achieved all my goals that I wanted to achieve and um, just had a, a great experience in both, um, thoroughly enjoyed my year and um, just Having the the support, the guidance and the knowledge from Izzy really helped me achieve those goals. So if you're thinking of actually getting a running coach, I would highly recommend Izzy from Peak Endurance Running. Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Welcome. So here we are in um, Eden in New South Wales on the 1st of December 2022, the first day of summer that isn't. Um, and um, tomorrow is Coast to Cozzy, a 240-ish kilometre race from Eden to Top of Kosciuszko and then sort of back down a little bit just to, you know, get to the finish line. Yes. Um, so,
3: yes, here so, we are. Yeah, so 5.30 in the morning, tomorrow morning. So it's going to be a nice early morning. We'll probably set the alarm for around 3.30. Yeah. Um, So that Isabel can get herself ready and then she'll wake me up just before she's ready to go. <laughs> no, you need to make the coffee. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so,
3: so, yes. so we'll be getting up at 3.30. Yeah. Um, doing all the finishing touches. Um,
0: like getting dressed. Getting dressed. getting
3: <laughs> yes. attending to feet, that sort yeah, of thing.
1: Yeah, preparing the feet for the long mm. road ahead, which will be on a lot of bitumen, so that's yeah. tough on the old little tootsies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's that. And then... Um, it, it starts on the sand, on the beach, but it's not too much sand running, thank the Lord, because that is not my favourite thing no. in the universe. And we just went out and had a look at the course because I have no clue, never done yep. this before. And we were quite surprised. I showed on the GPX reader, it goes off to this, off the off the bitumen road, and we're like, we couldn't see anything. But then we finally find it. It's like this really yes. steep climb. It's like, oh, my God,
3: what's so, the heck? Yeah, so after about 500 or, no, it was about 900 metres, um, they do a sharp left-hand turn and basically go up a really steep climb to the top and over the top of a hill.
1: Yeah, so and so, really steep. But so anyway. for a
3: road run, it's going to be awfully steep to start. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that'll that'll wake the uh, legs up. Yes. Um, and then um, so we'll do that. Oh well, I'll do that. You won't. won't that. No, you're not <laughs> stupid. Um, that's just me. That's my department. Um. And you'll be with um, M and Steve yep. and you will hook on off to Cathcart to drop Steve's card yeah. there.
3: So we'll be doing a bit, of a bit of a card drop and coming back.
1: Yep, and then meeting me at Toowoomba because that's the first point that they need to meet me. Yep. Um, and that is where then from there you leave from me every five kilometres or so. Yep, that's right. And um, so that is basically how how the race goes. And and when I say race, like I'm I have not done this kind of run before on, on long just roads. Like I my, my kind of race normally is very more technical and steep climbs and steep downhills and you know just a different kind of race. But um, I like to do different things. That's like I've done a 25 track race. You know, when normally what I do is trails. You know, so um, <clears throat> it is good to Get out of your comfort zone, do something different. And I've quite enjoyed the road runs. Like they're way more time efficient, way quicker. Yeah. Doing 50Ks on the road is way quicker than doing 50Ks on the trails. Yeah. Um a lot harder on the body though, in saying that. But you know, it's also something that you just get used to. But you know, after spending years on the trails, and so, I mean I always do road running during the week, but not long, long runs. Yeah. Um, and you've had to get used to it too.
0: Yes,
3: I mean it's been many years since I've done any kind of you know long runs you know generally you know for, for quite a few years 10 to 15 k's was the longest i would do on the road so we've, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we've um really yeah for me too As
2: of recent
1: years
3: we've extended that
1: yeah and it's been a sharp I was trying to run because i was obviously as people know training for the wild um and now it's like the anti-wild
3: yeah. <laughs> definitely right. you, not wild you wanted to take the wild and do the complete opposite it, thing that's what i'm doing
1: <laughs> So, you know, like people sort of say to me what what your goal is for the race and so on. Um, you know, my goal for the race is to just do the best I can and to, like I was saying, we saw a wrong day at the supermarket, I said just to execute the race well. Hmm. So, you know, feel good, not have too much gastric distress or any, please. Feet are good, you know. Um, there will be lows because it's it's part of out running and yeah. you know that's just the way it is um it's very rare that you feel good all the time i mean it's possible but um you know it's especially two o'clock in the morning it's not the easiest thing in the world yeah. to feel awesome but and, you know and
3: we found out last night that um headphones are not allowed so there'll be no
1: there'll be no bopping on to good music yeah. i'll just be singing some shit song that i've stuck in my head
3: so we've promised that every time that um, she gets to the car. We'll have to have some kind of good song on, mm. um, so that she's got that in her head for the next. Yes, or
0: yes. Oh
1: my God! Because I can get some really bad songs stuck in my head, can't I? Yeah. Because I sing them to Ron to yes. put them in his head. That's
3: right. in my head. So, <laughs> so we'll be playing a bit of the Proclaimers. Um, I will walk 500 miles just just to get her into the right headset.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so she'll
3: be popping along to that. And yeah, totally. Singing that song. Yes. But we, be we, counting we every accomplish. mile? Every mile should be counting down. So yes. that should be should we see over oh, we'll walk 499
1: miles? <laughs> oh, yes, I don't think I'll be able to do that. That's math. And do <laughs> that when I'm running. Um so yeah, and so um we'll just we'll just see how it goes. I I I just want to get this done. It, it's one of those iconic Australian races that is going to be a great experience and have mm-hmm. great memories. Of you know just being within the community, so that's that's the focus: creating good memories, having a good time, and um, doing the absolute best I can. Because at the end of the day, that is all I can control, and so therefore that is all I will work on controlling.
0: Yep.
1: Um, leading up to this, I've had um, a lot of shockwave on my calf. I've had four, yes, or is it five? Nothing four. Is Oh, lots of shockwave on my calf. I've had issues with my calf for years and years, and it's really sl- made me end up running a lot slower because the start of every run takes quite a few kilometers to warm it up. I often have to stop because it's so incredibly painful. Um, and I'm good at dealing with pain, but um, it's been, it's been, and this last year it's gotten a lot worse, I reckon, don't yeah, you? I think so. It's real, and it's really messed with my head a bit as well because it's um. You just don't know how bad it's going to be each run. Some runs it's fine, other runs it's agony. So
3: some some runs, you know, it's only hurt in the first three kilometers, and then it's loosened up. Yeah. Some sometimes it does that, and then you know comes back again. Comes back again fifteen k's later. Yeah.
1: So, oh, it's yeah. just been an absolute nightmare, and, and um, certainly it's led to my me having to run quite slow at the start of every run. But um, this shockwave has been absolutely amazing. Has like reduce the pain now it's more sort of just a tightness in the calf that I'm feeling um if at all so um I'm not saying it's going to be perfect for the whole race because it's a lot of load on, on the calf but it certainly makes me feel more optimistic yeah. um yeah and and it just oh it's just been such relief and I'm just like it's worth every penny just telling you if you have some sort of injury that does, and it wasn't really it's not really an injury because no one could find anything wrong with my calf like nothing yeah. It's just something deep-seated. I don't know. Who knows? Um, if you've got something ongoing, and, and when I looked it up, it said it was for chronic pain, and so I thought, well, that's what this cow's been. It's been years now. Um, if you've got some sort of chronic pain that nothing else seems to work, because I've had all the treatments under the sun, try um, Shockwave, honestly, just a game changer.
3: And it's not like I thought, Shockwave therapy, you know, to the brain. It's you not, not shock
1: He was going, have you had your shock therapy? i went, like, don't tell people. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
3: So that untreated electric pulses no. into your brain, It's something no. completely different,
1: apparently. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> um, um, yes. So um, I've I've been so really happy with it. I mean, it's cost me 110 bucks each time, but that's okay to me. It's been money absolutely well spent. So if you've got chronic pain, I I encourage you to give it a crack, give it a try. You know, you never know. Got to try everything. We're runners. We're willing to spend all the money in the world to be able yeah. to keep running, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> So, yes, so that is the plan. I've got my um, pocket Clifton's to wear. They're nice and squishy. And I've got a size up to wear as well for when my feet start to swell. I've got trail shoes to wear on the snowy section up near um, cozy because there's a, still a fair bit of snow there. And, yeah, we I mean, yeah. should be good to go.
3: Yep. Yep, we're all ready. We've We've just done a bit of repacking and, you know, sorting through because the weather is not gonna be wet. Yeah, well, um, we
1: brought enough clothes for like 10 runners because I was so worried after um Nikki got so wet and cold last year and had to DNF, um, that I didn't wanna have the same experience. So I brought 10 tonne of warm clothes and layerings and yeah. whatnot, but it looks like the weather should be good.
3: we brought, we're still taking a, a few things for, yeah. you know, for- Contingencies. Contingencies, but nowhere near as much as we right. had packed. Um So yeah, we we, luckily it's going to be the weather's going to be fairly mild. um, You know, probably around twenty-ish through the day,
1: Mm, which is actually hot when you're running.
3: Yeah, and only down to like seven overnight, which is very bearable. Yeah. Um, So you know, a couple of layers should be for one.
1: Easy peasy, and and you know, it's looking quite like twenty-three on Saturday. Um, coming into Jindabyne and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, should be nice weather and I should get a bit of a nice tan. Yeah,
0: not burn.
1: (laughs) No (laughs) tan. I don't burn. Um, Yeah, all righty. So we will say goodbye now, and then within a few seconds for you, it will be us after the race.
0: Just like
1: magic. Just like magic, and you won't have to go through all the suffering (laughs) that we will. Um, We will. Yeah. Well, you'll suffer too. It's it's not easy being through, uh, you know, um, and hopefully we'll get Em and Steve in on it. Yep. Um, but we'll see how we go. But anyway, um, due to the magic of, of Zoom, you shall see next you hear soon. from us when I have done the race and you'll hear how it actually went in real life.
0: Bye. See you.
1: Hello and welcome back by the mystery, oh, mystery no wonder of technology, yes. because Ron and I taped before. Um, we are within moments here to tell you about how Coast to Cozy went, which it obviously did happen because I'm wearing the jumper. Yes,
3: and turn to the side.
1: It says, it says, Finisher.
3: Finisher 2022.
1: That's it. So obviously Ron's here. So that's it.
3: That's the podcast done.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but with us today, we also have the rest of the crew, Emma. Him, sorry, yeah. and they say hi. They can't, when it, the, if they're listening, they can't hear. Uh, hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, <laughs> and we also have Steve calling from his car.
4: Welcome, guys,
1: because Steve loved the car so much during the crewing that he just doesn't want to leave because it smells so good now, doesn't it?
4: Um, Ron's <laughs> shoes minus my ass. Yes, it's <laughs> all the better for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, okay, um,
1: coast to cozy is um an unusual race to say the least. Well, not unusual; it's a different from any other ultra, um, that I've ever done, um, simply because of the amount of need of the crew, um. So that's why I thought for this one we would definitely get you guys on to share your experience <clears throat> with us. Um. So basically, coast to cozy, two hundred and forty, although it's then they said 242 and then my garment showed 243 so did yours didn't it so it wasn't just my garment I know no
3: mine didn't I certainly wasn't with you that way
1: you got the same distance at the end yes, seriously, i seriously yes um it's Monday night that we're recording this we got home yesterday um, my brain is seriously not working <laughs> so anyway it was long yes and um <laughs> and so it started friday morning 5 30 a.m but of course it started long before that with all preparations and getting crew organized and all that sort of thing um and ron and i drove to eden on wednesday so we'd have a little bit of time and then you guys came thursday night mm-hmm. um and then
2: um we drove down to the start and um i think you should start with the fact that we got up at some ridiculous
0: time <laughs>
2: on friday morning like like the driving down to the start felt like it was already a couple of hours into the day
1: i know yes. we I said at 3 3:30. 30 yeah three
2: yeah,
0: thirty is, is wrong
1: know. on every level yeah. but mm-hmm. um you know what do you do and you gotta get up late <laughs> and have coffee and all those coffee, fun yeah. things Yes. Yeah, so then we drove down to the dark, down to the beach. But it, it was a beautiful morning, wasn't it? It was gorgeous. Yes, yeah,
3: so and just as we got got to the beach, the sun was starting to come up, so the views were lovely. The lighting was fantastic. Mm. We got some nice photos. Yeah.
4: And the welcome to ceremony was uh, very touching for anyone that's new to the event and um, the, the connection of land from the race organisers to the... Yeah the Local uh, Aboriginal community, which is their walk mm-hmm. to um, the Cozy High Plains for their Mogon Both, uh, what well, sorry, the Moth Bogon Moth um, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah,
3: laughs> eating. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, what um, people didn't realize, and I didn't realize, was that it's actually designed to, so, I guess, replicate the. Um, the movement of the local Indigenous people when they when they travelled from the beach to Mount Kosciuszko during the seasons to, um, obviously it's too cold for them during the winter season up there, so they'd come down to the beach and then during the summer seasons they'd go back up. Um, and I wasn't aware of that until they said it. Mm. Um,
0: so that, that made so- it a little bit.
4: Yeah, and it was about the cycle of the food chain, not yeah. um, mm-hmm. harvesting or over populating or culling of nature so yeah. they feed on the whales during the winter seasons and then uh yeah go back to the high plains for the uh, the smaller grubs by the sound of it
0: yeah
1: yeah so that that was lovely and um and anyway then then the race started and off we yes. off the runners, went the runners went and you guys hooked it over to um cathcart which is a checkpoint to drop because you had two cars and you only had yeah. one car and you dropped off one car there well, I ran the 24 kilometers to Toowoomba. And, um, you know, uh from Eden to Toowoomba, well, first of all, you sort of run along the highway and it's oh, there's a nice flat bitumen And then they point you off up this steep dirt trail that gets right up and you're like, what? I thought this was a road run. And um and you're jumping over logs and all sorts of things. But you know, right from the start, it was it was good fun. People were chatting and um it was it was just a really nice feel to the event with uh, the people. <clears throat> And then of course we did pop out onto onto the bitumen road, onto Towamba Road and running along the road. And, and as you're doing that, you're passing people and other people are passing you and you're back and forthing because you know people have different strategies for the for the hills. Some people just walk them all. I like to do walk-runs, sort of you walk and then you start to run, and then you go back to walk, kind of thing. Um, and you know, and you just sort of muddle along as you go and then um. And, of course, I asked you guys to message me when you got to Cathcart um, or left, or you know, got to Cathcart so I would know that you'd be at Twamba in time because, of course, you know, I was worried that, you know, you might not get there. I don't know, something could happen. You could get a flat tyre. Who knows? And, of course, I'm getting no message. I'm freaking out. Yeah. And then really late I get this message leaving Cathcart. And no, I'm like, but I'm 8 ks from Twamba.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually didn't well when we made those plans we didn't actually consider that there would be no next to no, no reception <laughs> um i think it was more where you were because cathcart had re- reception uh-huh. i think it was more the fact that you didn't have reception so by the time you you ran yeah. into reception
1: yeah
3: um, we were already already halfway back to, to yeah Rambo. so
1: basically when i got it they were halfway back to yeah Rambo. and so, of course so we were we
2: on time it was all good yeah. Yeah, We were on time, but just, there was a communication Breakdown, which yes. had poor, is very concerned that we were going to leave her high and dry at the first checkpoint.
3: Because yes, of Sorry, course, you weren't allowed to leave the next checkpoint. Yeah, without, I mean, as far as
2: I know, that, that, that's the rules. Mm-hmm.
3: You
1: know? Yeah. And and in saying that, um, Em was very good. She she uh, you know printed all the rules and did everything and highlighted all the important parts. She was very organized in that department. Yes. So. There was going to be no breaking of rules, that's for sure. Um, and so basically then from Towamba, what it is, is you... Um...
2: Actually, let me pause you for a sec there, it is because poor Steve, he had to listen. He spent <laughs> a lot of his five and a bit hours or six hours drive to Eden listening to the rules. Wasn't that fun, that's Steve? A, yeah, <laughs> it,
4: it was, it was, but it all came crashing down when we got to the Kosciuszko National Park to the uh, directors <laughs> of the event. Please inform all uh, crew that there's a $17 surcharge whilst <laughs> entering the uh, right. national park because that was never in any of the fine print that we've received. No, no. <laughs> Over to you. <laughs>
0: sorry.
1: <laughs> anyway, so um, so it after is... Twember they um they leapfrog me, so they drive past me and and then in about five kilometres, um, they meet, they wait and and give me whatever I need. Now, I know from there a lot of runners don't carry anything, um, but I knew it was going to be a hot day, so I wanted to have drinks on me at all times because it just makes me nervous. Like, well, because I I just don't think a sip of water every 5Ks would do the trick for me. That's not enough. And it was a hot day. In saying that, it wasn't really hot, was it?
3: It wasn't hot, but um, the the issue was that where you were running was completely exposed. Once you got through pretty much... To Amber, it became full sun. Full sun, and it was completely exposed. So, yeah, and there was no hiding from that. And so,
1: I really felt that very little wind. Yeah, Yeah. and the wind. Oh my god, the wind. Um, and I really felt the sun because you know we just hadn't had any. You know, just not used to it. So, um, and I was drinking a lot of fluids, um, which is good. But um, yeah, and and so basically we started off with nutrition, um. Because I've been finding food, any doesn't matter what I have, I've been getting sick or, or didn't. Yeah, I, I'm just finding sugary things that are worse and worse for me. So I tried liquid nutrition, but the sugariness in that wasn't too good either. So by the time we went to solid food, my stomach was a little, already a little turned. So basically, from quite early days, you guys were battling to give me stuff yes. so that I could stomach.
3: Yes, it was a constant battle. Um, it was it was an issue that Steve and I spent a lot of time on trying to figure out what we could prepare that would, um, you know... Go in. Actually, yeah, go in and in more than one walk. Like. <laughs> so um, we, we spent a bit of time, you know, discussing, you know, what we could do on the side of the road that, um, you know, was gourmet enough for Isabel to <laughs> eat. <week>.
0: Hey,
1: <laughs> I I'm
2: not fussy. I think that that was probably one of my highlights of the entire weekend. Is I have never seen someone in my entire life of running who has had a half-eaten meat pie shoved down into the pocket of their crepe, their um, uh, pants as they're running along. You just literally got that meat pie and shoved it in your pants and ran along with a meat pie. And, yes, <laughs> and you do. Running along with half an egg and bacon toasty thing and stuff shoved in a pocket I, i've never seen the likes of it before but a meat pie oh my what goodness and then did you was, hold like, it in your hand oh but seriously that was so funny that was <laughs> the, the clock was sticking and
4: it was it was a race know, the clock know, was ticking the was, no time to consider and, uh, and i
2: also totally understand the idea of just being able to have a bite and shove it back in your pocket but a meat pie half eaten shoved in yes. your pocket whoa that was that the was the biggest issue was that it was wrapped in paper and I took a bite as I'm running along, and then I'm like, "Oh,
1: this is the weirdest meat pie! And I've got all this paper in my, I'm of like, that. It, it would not
0: chew. Love it, love it. So then I
1: got rid of the paper, and then just shoved the pure meat pie in my pocket. So yes, so funny. And then yes, but you know, I have I have a tendency to be quite free and easy with where the food goes. <laughs> Noted. <Yeah.
4: laughs> and, and and ice blocks, but that's for another conversation. Yes
0: and what ice blocks, ice ice blocks. blocks. Oh, yeah.
2: we were, there was lots of random places we were shoving those ice blocks out the back <laughs> yes. of fans, in the bar everywhere yeah. yeah
1: that was well it was very much needed I'm not I don't normally like wet and cold weather ice on me but oh my god it's so hot. I was so hot I could not believe it like I really I find the heat quite difficult um I mean I naturally prefer the cooler weather but I just find it particularly difficult this time.
3: Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, after we, be, because we had two cars and we weren't allowed to have two cars as a crew, um, we, we did the car dash um, and met um, Isabel. We got back to Toowoomba in time. We had some bacon and eggs from the local school, um, which the organisers later told us that um, that was their biggest it's a very small school and it's the biggest fundraiser for the year. Um, for the year. Yeah. So, um, you know, so we were very happy to, you know, support the school and, you know, help them raise some funds. And that's one of the things that this race does. It um, supports the the um, areas that it runs through. So it, um, it's a really, you know... Where you the goals of. From- yeah, it it really looks after the communities. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So we ran, we we got through Toowoomba and then um, along that road, which Isabel was, you know, thought that it was a dirt road and it was going to be nice and you know soft underfoot. Um, but in the preceding year, yeah, because
1: um, when the- I um, uh, helped with Nikki last year, a lot of Toowoomba Road was dirt, but the, and, and including before Toowoomba. But it was all bitumen now, which was and and so even in the early kilometers, I was starting to feel it in my hips and 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 that and and like I wrote in a post is like I did train for this event, obviously, and I, I'm I'm an ultra runner and I know what I'm doing. Um and I'm a coach and I know what's involved, but to change from running trails to then running that much road is really hard on the body. Yeah, and tough. I do think you need a much longer focus of pure road and and like you know, long road races and that sort of thing. You know, so yeah. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying I think that would have helped yeah. uh, my body not feel quite so shocked yeah. <laughs> by the yeah. uh by the surface. And um, so yeah, so we kept going, and then we sort of we got to where M got to pace me at Kailau yes. Trail. Talk to
2: that one, M. <laughs> well i you know i didn't really have any sort of preconceived ideas about what the pacing might have looked like over the weekend <clears throat> but um cowbell trail was essentially just 4k of straight up oh my god wasn't it it yeah. was just a mountain like an old four-drive track that had mm. been, you know that had been cleared a little bit but it was still a little you know quite a lot of sticks and whatnot around um, so that was just really four Ks of straight up, wasn't it? Like it was pretty broad. And it was
1: really, um, and you could just see it going up and I mean, obviously you were fresh, so you were okay, but even sitting in a car, your legs aren't, mm. your legs aren't, you know, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, my legs were already a bit tired and it was just like, oh, and just trying to drag yourself up that
2: bloody hill <laughs> and it was hot, wasn't it? And there was a lot of false hill, like false yes. um, tops. We kept going. Oh, right, that's got to be it. I can, that, that's, if I can see the peak. I'd say to you, right, I can see a little crest yeah. of the hill. You know, I think we're going to start coming down, and I'd be like, oh, um, by the way, is there's another, there's another hill, and we'd have that's to go right. up again. So, look, that was interesting. And we, I saw my first. Uh, we came out of that and onto some, you know, some more sort of country roads, some old. Yeah. Um, uh, Dirt tracks that were weaving their way between some um, farmland and some um, pine tree forestation type areas, and um, cruising along. And I don't know whether you were really as um, okay with this as you appeared, oh, but well, there was the biggest red belly snake I have ever seen on the Ed road. And he wanted to stop like, It'll be and fine. be careful. It'll be fine. And I'm like, "Is let's let it get off the road." And you're Yes, who like, was no. right? <laughs> Well, and it got off the road because I started stabbing the poles and kicking. No, I out.
1: walked around it, and then I, know, I turned around to take it out. out. Yeah, and it went, then it went away. Um, yeah. and it was fine. You just sort of give it a wide berth. <laughs> yes, but that was that was fun. That <laughs> was quite nice. though, sort of rolling um yes. through through the pine trees and all that yep. sort of stuff. It was quite nice, wasn't it? it was it was. But yeah, by God, I was glad to to finish Cobalt Trail <laughs> seriously. And and the race directors did say that um, nobody liked it. No,
2: <laughs> really for a good yeah. reason. Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: And so then we met you two again. Yes. And that's where you gave me the pie, wasn't it, yes. Steve?
4: Yep. yep, down at Cathcart, um, yeah. the, uh, gen, the, the general store that's only open between Monday to Friday, what was it, 7 till 12? 9 <laughs> um, to
1: 12 normally. 9
4: till 12, round. yeah, so a very small community. And, again, um, I think she did her biggest trade for the year um there wouldn't have been a crew if not four members of the crew smashing out pies of some (laughs) sort so it was a restricted diet of uh soft drinking pies but hey again another great cause for a a very very small community off the grid
2: and a delicious can i tell you that was an awesome pie it was was a a delicious pie pie. Yeah. yeah 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 so then
1: i um kept going once again it was just full sun full sun but mm. um, then, then
3: after yeah after, after it that it cover, got worse. It got it? Yeah, it got even more. It open.
1: got worse, and and you know, and and the thing with running along roads is, um, you know, and farmlands is there's a lot of cows so lots of pleasant smells there. <laughs> but there's also a lot of roadkill, and in the hot <laughs> sun, mmm, so good. <laughs> Some of it was so really a... rank.
0: Yeah. Hey?
4: So on this on on this next section is because you had um out of cow. Uh Cathcart, sorry. Um it, it was all farming district. Yeah. And um tell us about the time where you, you'd caught up with a group of uh, male runners that were ahead of you and I, I'm not gonna I think think I, anyway. I, I, no, yes. we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna
0: name runners. No no um, names
4: caused. But there was a, a massive herd of cows that were wrong. out of their paddocks on the side of the road and um and, and one lo of the and cows, behold,
1: one of the cows had her um Cams behind her, and, and 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 there were all these cars there, and and you know, and and these other runners, and nobody knew what to do, and should the car go first? So I just went, like with a snake, I'm just going, and I just told the guy behind me, just put your head down and don't look at her, like because that's confrontational. So I just put my head down, didn't look at her, and marched past because I wasn't going to stand there in the hot sun, <laughs> waiting for this car that I'm telling you now she was not moving, and and so yeah, but he remember,
4: just... but remember the there was a, like a herd of cows. And oh yeah, there just, was a just big on herd the side
1: of the well. road. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the big herd. But um, yeah. so we had to go past her, and in, behind that, I think some other cars had been fighting. And I just, I just kept going. I just marched, you know, put my head down, didn't look at them, and went over. To, and so they followed me, and and then the cars came through later. I don't know. I don't know why everybody was stopped and so scared. Because, I mean, I know their cars; they're big, and you need to be careful. But as long as you're not confrontational and um. They're not bears, yeah. You know, <laughs> like seriously, they're cows. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> yes. So um, that was quite funny, Steve. I have to admit, and it, it, yeah. I don't know. So um,
4: because that was a, uh, that was starting to come on dusk a little yeah, bit, and yeah, we, that, we we and, sort of didn't know where things were going to pan out because in the foreground, Ron and em and myself, we sort of just started to see in the east that there was a front coming through and it was yeah. rolling cloud cover and the winds were picking up and, um, yeah, we, we just didn't know where the race was going to turn, if there was a weather, a weather front that was going to come in. Um, but, yeah, it was really picturesque sitting on that rise. Yeah, unknown we where of, the.
3: Yeah. we kind of parked on the top of the hill there for a while, didn't we?
4: Yeah, yeah, just before the Monaro Highway yeah.
1: crossing. Yeah. And that was um where you where I got changed?
4: Uh no, that a bit further along because you had to go into um yeah. the next ten- no, she
3: did. before the um it was wasn't it where she got changed right before M took on
0: yeah. racing, which was Yeah, because
1: I got changed and we came down and that's where we were at where I'm um, yeah where I turned. Oh, of left course, on sorry, mate. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: Yeah. yeah so
1: um normally I don't get changed in long races and I don't change shoes but I had brought a size up shoes <clears throat> and I could already start to feel my feet expanding and pushing against the size of the, the side of my shoes. And, and that was probably the running uh, Well, was the running, but it was probably also the heat a little bit, you know, when you're hot, you, you swell a bit. And I was wet with sweat. Like it was, and my crop top was chafing me. Wasn't it? Em, you you had the joyful job of putting, um,
2: strapping on for me. Well, we, you know, I literally said, pull up your top. Pull up your crop top. I think you used some other words, but you know we won't and, say well, them on this. I might have said show us you something and um, just strapped you with some yeah. k rock tape or whatever that's rock tape and um, and I, I think that did the trick in the end. It didn't worked. It, it worked. Yeah, so There's yeah. some rock tape at the front underneath your crop top and some rock tape at the back underneath your crop top just to stop that. Oh, it
1: was, because it was because it was chafing. What well, the other problem was as I was sweating, it was getting in the chafe. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, which was not, not a fun experience. So yeah, so I changed. I changed every article of clothing. Just opened the door, and honestly, you know, they're like, "Oh, do you want towels?" And oh, I know I couldn't. I couldn't be bothered. Like seriously, all <laughs> oh, far too much effort. Just got changed right there on the side of the road. Okay, not on the you know behind the car, but still, and um <laughs> and changed everything, socks, everything. Just for the
2: record, I think it's important for anyone who's listening to recognize it's not like this was a busy road, right? No, we're no, yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> the your audience was really yeah. just cows.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: cows and
3: insects. The only people on the on the road were the other. You know, runners
0: run, and,
1: run. and they understand you know, and, yeah. a
2: few and far between runners too like it's not yes, like got right. thousands of people on the street there was no one. it's not like, like a, um, gardens, right? a, a fun run
4: new york marathon <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so um so I got changed and oh my god and bigger shoes it was like oh, oh my toes yeah you know i so thought it was so good it just felt so good Gave me a new lease of life and kept going yep then we hit the the monaro and that's when M could start to pace for me but you sort of went down the road a little bit and then um, I caught up to you and that's where we started and I loved it because Em had fairy lights on,
2: her backpack, we were quite the Christmas sparkle weren't we? Well I figured at that point if we're going to be running through the night we needed a little something right? Oh god yeah we need a lot of something. Yeah and um, what you didn't know is is we had actually spent every single stop prior to that point taking out a big set of fairy lights, which we had been strategically charging, much to Ron's delight yes. at every spot and ha- putting right. back in the car and taking it out and back in the car, ready for this, like, crew, you know, the crew party lights. But as soon as I started running with you and pacing with you, I don't know what happened, boys, but those fairy lights never made it to the car. Oh my God. What happened?
4: Uh-huh. Ron, you and I know that M was in control of that whole situation. Oh, they on. were, They were in the car. We just didn't want to go through your personal belongings <laughs> to rest the car up. Yeah, right.
2: I don't think you wanted to drive a car with fairy lights all night. So <laughs> I didn't
4: want to get. I didn't want to get bashed in all these small townships. I don't know yeah. the locals.
2: <laughs> I tell you what, the the um the two wombats that we saw is that crossed the road yeah. during the night, I think we're really appreciative of the fairy I lights so. at my backpack. Mm-hmm. They were lovely wombats. Yeah, that was, gorgeous.
0: that was gorgeous. We saw all the wildlife.
4: Yes. Yeah. That hairy nose was a big bastard. It was.
0: Yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, there was, it was one big one yeah. and one small one. So, anyway, so we ran on and we eventually ran all the way to Delgetty, which M liked to call Delgani,
2: which is a winery here in Victoria. Yeah. And we would looking forward to getting to the winery weren't we we kept talking about it you know it's not long until we get to the winery let's keep togging along but i think i started with you about 8 30 at night i think we got to yeah. the winery at that wasn't actually a winery. but will forever now be called the winery mm-hmm. at about 2 30 ish in the yes. morning yeah,
3: that's about yep. right
2: yep so um right in time for a glass of vino alas no vino but, but it's pumpkin soup it's delicious, delicious soups yep
0: Yeah. yes oh
2: look Sorry,
1: shout Sorry. out to the people that did all the soups there. That yeah. was
4: just awesome. Sorry, what were you going to say, yeah. Steve? I was just going to re- reiterate on the, the story behind the uh, catering for the Delgani, yeah. um <laughs> winery is that um, that community through COVID was hit really hard. Um, the local um, cafe uh, had to close and is no longer in operation. And then um, in the second term of the school year this year, um, the primary school also closed down. So, with the race directors, um, currently trying to um, get people or a community in the area to uh, help support the night, um, they found a caterer in the nearby township that was happy to um, run the show out of the memorial hall. And mm. um, even to the um, to his credit, there are some runners that didn't make the cutoff time at that point. Um, But he maintained um, his operation until they came in to get a feed um, way past the time that he needed to support. So another big shout out to that um, group of people that supported that um, evening because it was was a a long night for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and that's the beauty of this event is you do feel supported and also you just feel the warmth of the community yeah that's right and for the
3: record the community is Dalgetty, not dal yeah Garni. just so people know so it's not pe- dalgan yes just so people are aware no, Sorry, that's that
1: was
2: my middle of the night music
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think she just wanted a drink she didn't spent long enough well, she needed yeah. a drink <laughs> there was a
2: lot of just like random finding you know uh, Iz says, don't talk about this, but there's a lot of random in the middle of the night trying to find the one and only bush in the entire row to do a little wee behind. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you get to that sort of level of, you know, uh, craziness, you, you kind of just start making up stuff in your head.
0: Yeah, you do.
4: Just on that, end, didn't, you, didn't you find a tree that had already been christened several times before you I even started guess. running? with?
2: Well, that's because it was the only tree on the entire street. Like, it, it just had a little, yeah,
0: had a little... Uh, New South operation. Wales people,
4: plant more trees.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> all, all race directors, note to them, put out some toilets for our female athletes. Yeah. Important <laughs> point for another topic.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: the odd toilet here or there. <laughs> but anyway, Um did you... Anyway, I heard about some crews making this special bush toilets, so we can, you know, look on look on Insta for that one. Um, anyway, so from uh, Dalgetty, um, Ron took over pacing duties, yeah. and we headed up the road and straight into fog.
0: I know
3: it's after almost...
1: boiling the whole time, yes. and even then, it was still <coughs> warm at night, We were straight into fog.
3: Yeah, the minute almost the minute we left Dalgetty, it just became. Um, white whiteout like with our head torches because um, it was about 2.33 o'clock at night and the head torches were just shining back at us because mm. it was um the fog was so thick we couldn't see a thing
1: and like your fleecy top was was all wet yeah from the, from mm. the fog
3: and you you and look cool. off to off the side of the road and you just had no idea what was there
1: and it's funny because one's like oh, i wonder what the views are like and i'm like i'm tipping Rolling countryside, <laughs> rolling farmland, and when we drove back there, what was
3: it? It was rolling countryside, surprisingly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but how That's dangerous funny. was the roadway in that regards is and Ron? Because well, wasn't you really wouldn't have known them.
1: any traffic other than yeah. the runs. So no, it
4: wasn't so much that, but it was the state of the road. Oh, the state the of number the number of potholes were horrendous oh, in some that, sections. That
3: section almost pretty much from Dalgetty right through to Ginderbyne. Um, yep. Um, it was a Tarmac Road, but it was so full, of, yeah, <laughs> so full of potholes. There were sections where it could almost have been a gravel road because the holes yeah. were so big. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah,
0: comment, I'm not on that. Yeah. I'd
2: comment on that section of the road, but unfortunately I was caught past that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Em was on well, on the way to Delgetti. Em was going, what I'll do is I'll let Steve have a bit of a sleep. I'll drive the car and I'll do blah, 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 and then and she was asleep before they even left Elgin. I did offer those
2: Steve to dry for a bit, right? And then Thank God you good. didn't take her up on it. No, so. but like it's one of those things you kind of know you're off yeah. duty and so you know that it's fine to like yes. go yes. cactus for a little bit.
1: <clears throat> yes, no, no, I'm only I'm only joking. Um so then <clears throat> yes, we ran to Ginderbine.
3: Yep, which included a um ridiculous just as the human. Oh,
4: 4k yes. hill was yes. a
3: Beluca. massive, massive bastard, yeah. yeah. But Hill, um, so it was pretty pulled
0: out the poles for yeah. that one, too.
3: It was pretty flat, pretty rolling up until that point, and then suddenly there was this which looming is, hill, right? Which is
1: of you know, normally steep hills don't bother me, that's my bread and butter. Yeah. But when you've been smashing your legs on rolling bitumen for hours, yeah. a hill suddenly feels insurmountable,
0: yeah.
1: um. And to be honest, a lot of this race felt insurmountable. Like, how am I going to go this far? But mm. I just broke it down to step by step. And that hill, I just broke it down to that hill, yeah. you know. And um, and there was two other guys, a, a pacer and a runner in front of us. Yeah. Well, we were all hikers well, at that stage. Yeah, that's
3: right. Uh, that's, we kind of took him a bit yeah. at that stage. Like, he'd stop and then we'd stop. And,
1: and you know, yeah. so we were chatting. And, and you could see they were suffering too. And that's the thing. We all know. It's not like, oh God, I'm going slow at this and other people are running it. No one was running that. No, no, You know, so um no chance. You know, we're all suffering, it's all hard. But then you get to the top and, and you see the other crews and they're like, oh well done for you know, yeah. you know, and everyone. Yeah, it, it was great. And then um, of course we caught up with Steve again. And I think you made me food and I went and you just had to chuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know what it was at that stage of the game. I think game. it was dry,
1: because I was I was going to dry toast at that stage, but even dry toast wouldn't go That's down. It
4: was, yeah. It was oh, that was to dry toast. toast, yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, she, took,
3: she took one bite and said, no, nah, can't do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no worries, with the smile on your face. Yeah. Secretly <laughs> thinking, bloody hell.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all right. I know where you are at this stage of the game. I would have done a barbecue chicken run, but it was the wrong time and place. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I could have done a chicken, like seriously. My mm-hmm. stomach was so turned that a whole race, oh, it was the worst. But we kept going, and yeah. and Ron just said to me, Is what I just think you need to sit down to eat and stop trying to eat while you're going." Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> the next one we stopped, and I knew I had a can of sp- tin spaghetti, and I thought, "Well, I'll eat that because it's really mushy, and even if I don't like it, which I didn't, I can just mush it down without having to." Because the chewing process kind of morally defeats you if you know what I mean, yeah. especially if you don't like it. And you it the but heart was your face
2: when you were getting it, it was like, you like
0: gagging oh. like a child trying
4: to do vegetables for the first time. It was, it.
2: it was as if she was eating like raw slugs, like you know, she had this face of complete disgust. Like this was the most horrific thing that she'd ever ever put it on her mouth and so she like was, a survivor oh. challenge
3: which was capped off by the little bits of spaghetti still dangling <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was how oh. oh, i started to get ulcers on my tongue and i didn't know this but it's quite vinegary and yeah right tin spaghetti you you don't taste it when you don't have ulcers on your tongue yeah. when you do you that that vinegary taste oh my god it was but i just knew I have to eat it. So that I, the first checkpoint of wherever you were, I ate half the can. Immediately, it wasn't one of the bigger cans, it was a small can. And the next one, I ate the second half. And and so I got, you know, that was good. That sort of helped me keep going a bit, didn't I? Because I was really low. I hadn't,
4: hadn't, hadn't eaten much. No. no.
1: Because every time I'd eat, my stomach would crack the sads with me. Like, and when I say sads, it would go mental. Mm. um so it was it was and my stomach would cramp quite painfully um so anyway so then we got to ginger eventually and you had another
0: sausage roll roll and pies yeah
1: couldn't do the sausage roll tried the pie not as good so i asked for
2: a croissant (laughs) because i am very cultural (laughs) and i found your croissant i found a croissant
4: BP service At station. the
2: BP service station, <laughs> and it was very
1: good croissant. I mean, I, I thought it was bakery.
3: I guess, oh, it I guess where it looks it, good. Guess where the croissant went?
1: In the meat pie in pocket.
3: The pocket with the pie. In
1: the meat pie pocket in the <laughs> t- new pants. New pants. That that pocket had only had an egg and bacon sandwich in there.
2: Even I'm sorry, but that still was the weirdest thing. I've just seen so. I that um. It's never gonna. It's never leaving my memory that little knacks. <laughs> <little laughs> you na- haven't
1: lived. You haven't lived when you, so, uh, you haven't said. <laughs> you so, I can store food. <laughs> so yeah. Good. So the croissant went in the pocket,
0: yeah.
1: and um, we headed from Gendarme, and that's kind of like. Well, you. It's like this is happening.
0: Yeah,
1: and and I remember thinking, I I still don't know if I can do this. It's so far.
4: 70 k's to go wasn't it from yeah and,
1: and the sun yeah. was getting hot already and it was just like I remembered yesterday how hot the sun was and when I say I don't know if I can do this I know I'm going to do it it's more I don't know how I'm going to summon the reserves to do it I know I'm going to do it I, I knew I was not going to do it if there wasn't a chance um but it was just it's it's quite tiring uh summoning the mental strength to do it which mm. I'm sure you know everyone understands when when you're in that difficult spot that it is quite exhausting making yourself do things sometimes like that. <clears throat>
0: yeah,
3: and that that was um, for people that don't know that's where the climb really yeah. starts. So yeah. That's when you start to head up into the, you know, into the mountains of um, Perisher and and yeah. Kosciuszko.
1: So then we got to what was approximately two hundred k's for me, yep. and that's when Em jumped back in and yep. you went and I had a sleep
4: because
1: and... of course Steve didn't sleep.
4: <laughs> Poor not Steve. one wink. Three days of no sleep.
2: I'm sorry. You did sleep one wink. I heard you.
4: What part? Well, Sunday night I did. Saturday night I did.
2: Yes, you did. Saturday night. I heard you. I heard the evidence of the freight train coming through the car.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that was after the event.
2: What no, are you she's you saying
4: on the Thursday night? No,
2: honestly. No, okay. no. On the Friday night, well, I was asleep and I woke up with a freight train in the car. I'm like, you
0: did ah! have
1: a snooze. You told me, Steve. I remember you telling me you got you got a
2: bit of a snooze.
4: Oh well, 20 minutes. That must yeah, have been 20 minutes. Yeah, might
2: not have even been 20 to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the freight train yeah. came to visit all the same. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I got to re- get ready for Christmas. The Polar right. Express is on its way.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So um, so then um, Em and I headed up to. Charlotte's Pass and um and
2: that road just did it not seem to go forever <laughs> well it did go forever and I think well, it wasn't
4: nine k's it was 12 k's wasn't it yeah yes
2: and I think that the trouble at that point was it was bitchman; it was consistently up and on incredibly tired legs yeah. and um again very exposed to the elements and all that sort of thing But because there wasn't much distraction, because it was quite a relentless sort of section and there wasn't a lot of, like it wasn't particularly changing, it was fairly consistent kind of environment. There wasn't a lot to distract you from the fact that it hurt. And it was, you know, it was a case of, you you had it in your head that, you know, you could do it for this long and then all of a sudden actually it's not that long, it's this long to get to there. And, you know, there there was good bits in that, which meant it was actually decreasing the mountain climb at the end yes But it, and and we were trying to stay in that headspace but you were also finding it ridiculously difficult at that point to get any food in so yes. for those who are listening what i was doing is i found a peppermint cliff bar that's and surprisingly because was- i just saying this i don't normally like peppermint not my,
1: not a thing not a thing i like
2: no, but I think it was almost just like a change, like just something yeah. different, like anything different to what you'd been having, right? I think at that point was better than what you'd be like, you, you know, you'd kind of done yes. with the repertoire of what you'd had. And so I was rolling them into these tiny little balls and calling them goat poo. And I was literally just shoving them in his mouth, like, we're going to eat this one. And she'd be like, no, no. And she's trying to swap me away. And I'd be like, just relentlessly passing her these goat poo. Who rolled pieces of cliff bar, you know, I think the people who make cliff would be horrified by what will we actually do <laughs> their their product there. But um it was effective and you got two thirds of a cliff bar in.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, it I was, think and too. I knew yeah, I knew it was the
2: right thing to do, but I would see your yeah. hand coming towards me, I'd be like, oh, oh, no, no. <laughs> I think, no, I think you were even preempting. I think you could hear the rustling of the packet going on. <laughs> no, here it comes. And I have to, like, warn you. And at one point I gave you a piece and you were like, but you promised you were going to warn me before the next one. I thought, oh, my God, she's going to start crying about this, the piece of glyph bar I'm handing her, these teeny tiny little pebbles. It was very funny.
4: <laughs> I think, too, I think too, on top of the, the physiology of the body going through what you did is, was... For the first time, I think, too, for the race, the visual perception of what you're about to endure was ahead of you because everything yeah. that was was tough was either done through the night and, obviously, you, you're generally good for 100 case wherever you are. But once yeah. the body starts to get broken down, having that visual um, perception of what you have to endure then becomes another
0: That's
4: sensory fine. overload when you're already yeah. tired going... Bloody hell! Yeah, and know you can I know, see it's only that road, ks. you yeah. can see that
1: road stretching. You're like, we've got to go there. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, and then then you go, hang on, this is the checkpoint seven. Where's Parrisher Valley? Yeah. It's nine yeah. k's, but it's twelve k's. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. and
0: that's <laughs> the
3: Yeah, and that's when when Isabel is exhausted at the end of a, one of these long runs, she starts to really focus in on the kilometres. And if you are out by 500 meters when you tell her how far she's got to go, she will let you know, <laughs> and she will not be happy.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say in the nice way. I'm not going. Oh,
3: to oh um, <laughs> so there was you, one. It,
2: was one spot where we were meeting you, and we had to go a bit further to find somewhere safe to pull over the road, and it ended up being six k's, not five k's. Seven. It was
0: seven. Perfect.
3: Okay. And um we, it
2: was in full
1: sun. <laughs> I was and I was out of yeah. water. I was having a mini. um I was and freaking
0: fair, out. Yeah, and there that's yeah. which,
3: which is another thing because when we read the rules, and or not the rules but the 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 race description, and they said that you we bunny hop every five k's and meet the runner. Isabel initially said five k's. That's that's too short. Like I, I won't need to, to see you at least seven or eight k's. But
1: before then, I had said I will need you five k's because it's hot.
3: Yeah, no, I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. When we were first discussing how we we're going. Yeah, to do yeah, it. yeah. And then, and then she after the first one or two, she said, "Yeah, no, I need to see you every five k's." Every five k's. Talking because about.
1: yeah, they do. They know what they're talking yeah. about. 100, especially in the hot sun, and it's quite overwhelming. And like you say, Stephen, it's it's a sensory overload. And very much so. And anyway, yeah. so then we got to um, Perishar and we thought that there would be shops and we were looking forward yeah. to our icy poles and there was nothing. No. Nothing. no. no and no, then no. we, um, but that's okay. We and, and I was hoping for toilets, but there was nothing there. So then we kept going up to um, Charlotte's Pass. Yes.
0: What, what I'm
3: going to tell you now, I haven't actually told you up until now, is that after you went through, another car pulled up and said, oh, we are at the toilets? And we said, there aren't any. And then someone parked over the other side, called out and said, yeah, they're over there. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> but there was no
3: signage, so you wouldn't have known. There was no signage and it looked completely closed, because like, it was yeah. inside the building. Uh, and the building yeah. looked completely deserted. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: But
3: um, the door apparently was unlocked and, and you could go in there. But mm. Stephen and I were like, Oh shit!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, it's all right. I made it to Charlotte's Pass. Yeah, it's fine. That's okay. Um.
3: So yeah. yeah. So you made finally made it up to the top of the hill, up to Charlotte's Pass.
1: Yeah, and that's when um, so I changed into trail shoes, and you took off my socks and shoes.
3: Yes. And I saw some rather big blisters on her little toes. I didn't feel them. Quickly put the socks back on over the top, so she couldn't. (laughs) So she wouldn't know about it. Yeah.
0: No it's, there's no point
3: because no I mean they weren't doing any harm they, just it's one of those things where if you know that they're there then they you know they yeah. might become an issue because you yes. know they're there but, that's right yeah. so I didn't tell her they were there and I quickly put the socks on over the top yeah
1: and um and but, basically from there I ate nothing more because my stomach was so bad I just couldn't eat mm. anything and I just thought I'm nearly there I, I just can't like the pain in my from eating it I just couldn't so that's... just
4: from uh, sorry is
1: yeah continue.
4: Go on. No, you are right. No, no. Um, from an athlete perspective, and don't get me confused with what I'm about to say, but how heartbreaking is it that you're about to start the last section of an ascent, 9Ks up to the, the top, but you're also at the finish line? I know. So it's the that, worst. That is, that, that is a double cruelty, slap in the face yeah, whack like that's you that's literally have to mark. go
3: through the finish line to get yeah. to the next to the you last. Do you do. it's Close. so yeah.
1: it is a bit demoralising. At least I didn't actually see anyone finish. Yeah, you know if I'd well, seen, yeah. I'd have been like crying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, yeah.
1: so that's when I had both Ron and M come with me, yeah. and um, they were very patient at my. It, yes. pace. It was
3: a pretty slow trip up to the top. But of But I would even you know, have to stop yeah.
1: when I was getting stomach stomach cramps, and and I'd be stopping because I just get a wave of pain from my stomach, and it would just hit me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And so yeah, so we kept so, going up. So
3: we kept going, and there was some really um, large snow mm. or ice patches, which took some careful negotiation negotiation because there was and
2: that was slippery. Yeah, you know, it was slippery and really it was on slippery. quite
3: a steep slope. So yeah. Yeah. we had to really take care there on, with mm. Isabel's, you know, weary body and legs yeah. and mind.
1: Yes. So, so yeah, so we kept going, honestly. And it was also very, very cold.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, I think it got more cold when we were yeah,
0: coming down. I mean,
1: it did start getting cold on the way up, you're right.
3: What yeah. happened was, like, we were in complete sunlight until we were about 500 metres from the top. And then, and then those big dark clouds rolled in yeah and the sun went behind them and the wind picked up and yeah it got really cold really fast
1: yeah and the wind definitely picked up yeah so yeah so then we and then we got through the snow going the road and honestly this road was winding around to the can i honestly thought we're just not going to get it's actually not going to happen we are never getting there but we did of course yep got our photos and and by that stage i on a jacket no i put on the jacket coming down but then i just got coming down no it was but,
3: right at the top to put the jacket on just uh, just people yes. got to the top yeah the
1: on. and it's funny because em was trying to you know um motivate me she's going you know once you get to the top you'll know it's all downhill it's just 9k and that's it you are finished you are done and i'm thinking oh god this this is just platitudes and blood and but then when i turned around it was like oh, it's just nine k. it's all done i'm yeah. done pretty much <laughs> Yes. and it was so true you know what you said it really you know made its way into my brain
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um and wow i i got a bit more of a spring in my step and and Indeed. we we mosed down didn't we, we even passed that
2: yes,
3: we the the pace um on the way down was at least twice as fast it as was the pace the it it's considerably
2: different wasn't it i mean it was pretty bad on the way up was, but yeah. yeah
3: we were on a mission on the way back oh then. my
1: god i just i just was like i just want to get this done i just want to get this done because yeah. then it's just done and then I can start. So I
2: think at that point the other thing that we were talking about is that you know coming down your your heart rate will have dropped a little bit yes. because it wasn't as effortful because it was actually quite effortful to get up just because yes. of the, the you know the technicality of the trail with the the snow and um, you know, just the fact that you're having to push to get up a massive hill, right? So I think the other thing we talked about is as your heart rate's coming down and your stress level is coming down and you know that you're nearly there, your stomach's probably going to settle. And it was interesting because the whole way down the hill, you, your stomach really did settle until yeah. it had a little rise and it started yeah. to get a bit cranky again. And yeah. then it started with going down again, it settled again. And I, and I yeah. think that's one of those, you know, things that's sort of tricky because you can't do anything about the incline or decline. No, You've right, got right. to work through that. But it was actually really helpful for you to come down the hill because your stomach did settle enough to let you actually up the pace. And that was quite cracking towards the end there.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it was. yeah no, it was. And um, and you're right, my stomach did settle. It was so mm-hmm. nice to not feel the pain, basically. Mm-hmm. The pain in my legs I can handle. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why, but I can't handle that pain of my stomach. It's really or oh, I can handle it. Well, obviously, I did, but it's not fun. It's it's mm-hmm. really it's yeah. really quite distressing. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> But anyway, yeah. Then we come down, and then it was still like, oh my god, it, it feels like we're never going to see that banner. <laughs> and
3: then those, you know, because I've got the poles on the side of the at yeah, half the side. kilometers, and and yeah. um, you know, which never come fast enough. And yeah. half, you know, you're halfway between the kilometer markers, and Isabel's going, but but we should be here. I'm little my little little going. <laughs> and if they are out by a little bit, she was very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes.
1: So um. But then yeah, we finally made it and they yes. were there and and Steve was waiting for us just before the line, so that was good.
0: Yeah. And then
1: uh yeah, and then we
0: we finally yeah. thirty-eight
3: hours and eighteen minutes. Yeah. Yep. Got over How that many finish seconds? line.
2: Crossed the line and yeah. it was done. And we had home delicious home cooked ravioli waiting yes. for us from Chef Steve.
3: That's right. While we were out there, Steve was busily preparing. A beautiful feast, ravioli feast for us. That I couldn't eat, of course. Which, yes, which of course. I'm sure it great. Isabel took one or two pieces and said, No, yeah, I, t- I
1: ate one piece and piece. I thought my stomach was going to explode out of me like alien or something. <laughs> so I thought, better not have any more. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I didn't eat again until the next
0: day. Yeah, But it
3: was, um, but it was a godsend, you know. I don't know about him, yeah. but for me, I was pretty, that last eight 18Ks. Because um, you know, M had already paced what seventy odd k's before that, and I'd paced fifty, and um, <laughs> I did. I was so careful not to complain about my sore feet because I was like, you know, how stupid would that sound?
0: Because <laughs> I was so, <laughs>
1: like,
3: oh my god! <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I was starting to things were starting to hurt by the time we yeah, finished. Yeah, yeah. So. But
1: it, I find it hurts a lot to start and stop with running, you know, and especially yeah. when the stopping is cramped in a car yeah you know so I'm I am cognizant of the fact that it is not that's that it's difficult for you guys as well yeah. you know so I do get that absolutely yes.
0: yeah, no, See, I was very
4: mind I was very mindful of two athletes who knew their stomachs could uh, weigh their some food be it yeah. warm uh hot whatever yeah. but for uh, poor is uh, a, cu- a cold cucumber a slice no. of cheese um, fresh air nothing was really going to cut uh, no, the mustards, no. so I, I had to look after the other two. Oh, yeah, no, no, people. no.
1: There was, there was you, very you well, no you? chance of making anything that I could eat. <laughs> it, it wasn't going to happen. So it, yeah. it didn't matter. But that's uh, always after these big events, I can't yeah. eat. And and I'm used to that and that's fine, you know. And well, I, said,
2: I think what everybody needs to know, though, is a little bit of inside gossip here, right, which is that um, so is posted after we'd had a chat about the fact she was craving fish and chips and i can't wait to get home for fish and chips and there was a quite a big conversation about these like deep fried pieces of flake and the chips that go with them they're so crunchy in my local place and la 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 la, la. and we heard about that a lot didn't we Steve? about these fish and chips. <laughs> big the next,
4: time on the way home
2: the next thing i see is a peak endurance post on Facebook about a whole week of no deep fried food and I nearly died laughing I'm like that's why you wanted all your deep fried goodness on, on Sunday, Sunday <laughs> yeah. is... you know that you're putting out a post that says no deep fried food on Monday oh my god like, those you cramp- cramp- loaded that up on Sunday <laughs> well played <laughs> those, those crab sticks well. and that deep fried
1: flake was amazing <laughs> I, I
3: can't tell you the stress of that, that created because we, we had to looked, get home in time. We looked. We looked up the fish and chip shop that's just around the corner here, and it closed at eight o'clock. <laughs> and so we put in our little GPS to see how long it would take us home, and we were going to get home at eight fifteen. No. So, <laughs> so let me tell you, I might have, I might have broken your speed limit just, just to get in. We the, got the fish and chips. We did get the fish and chips.
1: And and I think what it was more was I was craving yes. salt because I'm I'm not a chippy person, but on the drive home I, we bought a pack of chips and I. Which killed my ulcers, which really hurt. But I had still had to eat them, even though it was hurting. I think I was just craving salt. Oh, yeah. So um, you know, it's but, just because bad you enough. weren't
4: you because you weren't taking any in you weren't taking any electrolytes. Yeah.
1: For no, the half
3: second I, half I couldn't of the drink day. those drinks. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, I had yeah. some
1: coconut water and that sort of stuff, but even after a while, even the coconut water turned on me. So yeah, so I was just So
3: yeah, from about what well, would have been 150 about 150
4: Ks, hundred and sixty, yeah. I reckon. That yes, no, uh, all stopped. Yeah, the
3: last hundred and oh at least it was probably even before that. It was probably Capcat when she stopped taking electrolytes.
0: Yeah, no. I, mean, you're I was having
1: right. coconut water after that.
0: Right. Okay. But not a
1: lot, but yeah, yeah. some. But yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think I was craving salts because my balance was all like... Because I don't eat chips. I'm, I'm not really into what chips. What flavour did you
2: have, Is? Oh,
1: um Balsamic. The kettle ones, balsamic and, and salt. So disappointing.
0: <laughs> no, no, I They've I mean, I no. got to be chicken. Chicken <laughs> chips. <laughs> no, just,
1: that oh nice Chicken. Mm-hmm. They were so well, good, even though they were hurting. Up, I actually, <laughs> I was eating them and there were tears rolling out of my eyes <laughs> pain on my tongue, Hi. but I was still eating them.
4: <laughs> I must but say, I Em, to. that you, you did have a small packet and in the hours of waiting... At the uh, the summit car park, uh, I, I did see them on the phone. I thought oh, you know you what, I I, I I did a, a very very, thief. I did a chicken chippy thief, um, but I thought that I thought you know ravioli, not bad dining on a on a Not Sunday bad afternoon. dining, yeah. yeah. Okay, you
2: know, Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, and the other yeah. the
3: other thing, just while we're talking about being on top of the mountain, people think that once the race is over, that's it, we're done, but. Tell us, Steve, a little bit about the drive back down the mountain into Ginderbine. Oh,
4: yeah, well, there's nothing better than uh, Australian wildlife dinner time <laughs> from uh, dusk till dawn because um, we probably had at least a dozen brews, be it um, east the eastern greys, uh, so yeah. not the big buggers, but yeah. certainly um, males, yeah. females, um, yeah. small small wildlife. Um, I think I'm going to call it, I think it was a copper head that we drove over the top yes, of yeah. without, without any, any animal cruelty. Okay. Um, I, I certainly didn't kill any hares or rabbits in the okay. uh, making and driving of this little documentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of wildlife there's, there, of mine. There, the mine. The, a, a, lot, a lot of concentration um, from eight o'clock to five. Like
1: Especially when you're tired and your reflexes aren't the best and, you're, and your cognitive... What do you mean?
4: <laughs> I, I found, I didn't find any potholes on the way back. I reckon, but I,
3: I looked over at you at one stage and I reckon you were concentrating so hard. You might've had your nose pressed up against the windscreen.
4: <laughs> well, it felt that way, Ron. I can give you the message because I was like a, a deer in the headlights wanting to make sure that we all got back safely and uh, my yeah, wife's no, car <laughs> didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't have any panel beating to, <laughs> to be fronted. Yeah, I was only thinking that. about that this morning because I've got to drive to Horsham on Friday. And I'm doing the same route in that yeah. late afternoon evening. So uh, look out, yeah. kangaroos of the West.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, no, that, was, that was tough. That, that
1: was, yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, so it's a big, it was a big weekend. Yeah. We're all pretty shattered,
2: to say yep. the least. Yes. Yep. I'm, ready
4: to do, I'm ready to do it again on Wednesday. What are you doing, Em?
2: Ah, <laughs> Wednesday. I'm working all day. See? It's working yeah. all day. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, well, look, it was a big weekend. Um I, I think we all made ourselves we're very well acquainted with the inside of uh, Steve's car by the yep. the end of that journey, but um, yeah, I was, I have to say, my biggest disappointment was the number of K's I got in. Like I, I feel felt yes. like that was a kind of um, a legal move. Just saying, because M got sure. ninety eight kilometers, not the clean one hundred. That made me very sad.
3: It's almost like a slap in the face, really.
2: No, it's okay. Next year is when you do it again. <laughs> uh, clean 100, please. <laughs> so you can start 198 to... instead of 200. Yeah.
0: That's
4: it. I did try to make you do those 2Ks on the way home, ma'am. You did. You had I your opportunity.
1: It. I said, it. I said it. <laughs> All you have to do is run beside the car, ma'am. Not there. even that.
4: Not even that. While I'm sitting down having a beer, she can just go for a run and camp <laughs> I could have, but I didn't. But even the pub was shot in Can River. I was so looking forward to saying hello to me, mate. I
2: know, but I had a burger the size of my head at that place. That's a good place, but yeah, we missed it, but that's okay. Mm. How'd you
4: you find Orbost from
3: where you went? Uh, It was a long and windy road. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was a very. It was actually beautiful. It was beautiful, if in another situation, but. Yeah, so I missed the turn off to Cannes River and ended up driving straight to Orbost over the mountain <laughs> range the forever.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And there were toilets at Cathcart, right? And I was dizzy. So I sat in the car and I thought, I'm a bit dizzy. I might go to the toilet in Cathcart. It's only an hour to Cannes River, I'll go to the toilet there. Two hours later, we we're still weren't at Orbost.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> you're
1: kidding.
3: No. Wow. Yeah. Oh God, wow. it was so it was, funny. It was over a hundred kilometres of winding road. <laughs> oh,
0: my Half of which goodness. was dirt.
3: Half, yeah, half of which was the... No was, why do you uh, feel
2: so unwell, Is for so long?
3: She, well, she, in the end, she fell asleep. I couldn't believe it. I was, was
2: so exhausted. And, and Ron's like, you were just bouncing. She was like I a look.
3: rag doll in the, in the seatbelt, just holding her in still. She was bouncing all over the place. <laughs>
4: so does that mean I'm treating your neck on... uh so yeah, so I actually, not, my not neck worry, is so Don't
0: worry sore. about your calves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh all the it's... Adver- but
1: that's the thing—it's an adventure, and you know what? We got to have a bit of a look at Orbost. That's all yes, good. That's right. I used to go there as a child. And... See,
3: on the way up, on the way up, we drove past, and because the main road doesn't actually go through Orbost, I was disappointed. She was disappointed, and, yeah. and you know, she wanted to see what it was like, and if she still remembered it from her childhood. So I was just helping her out, just that's you know, <laughs> <That's
4: laughs> reliving right. the dreams.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: So good. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, thank you so much for joining me for the pod or us for the podcast tonight. And um, thank you for all of you, for your fantastic crewing, pacing, cooking, everything. Um, Like, I mean, in any race you do, crews are invaluable, but with most races, you could do it with drop bags. I mean, you know, but this race, you cannot do it without your crew. So um, thank you so much. I really appreciate it because both of you, um, and, and you run too, but both of you took time from your jobs and, and that sort of stuff just out of friendship so i, I really really appreciate it
2: <clears throat> and thank My you pleasure
4: it is anytime
1: thank you
2: it was a an incredible adventure yes it, it is yeah, and good. and that's
1: the thing and uh you know it certainly had lots of funny moments in there so lots of lots of stories we can reflect on
4: right <laughs> yeah. hey, ron when yeah. when do we do the the m files
0: <laughs> yes.
2: okay. uh, I reckon the best one was when we were trying so hard to find that second high viz <laughs> oh, my, I was being so stressed out like god where have I put it and we, Steve we, says like, you're wearing it I'm like I'm not wearing it It's uh, 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 uh. and then Ron says I threw am like well, you, it's Ron's fault <laughs> I was wearing it, but as,
3: it as it turned I, out I, um, em had em, em was wearing her high vis best and then got cold, so she put a jumper on over the top of it, and then picked up another high vest and put high vest and put that on top. So she was wearing two high viz vests.
2: So that's I was being that's very, very safe, right? I was double high vizing. I wasn't getting us. And at- you guys were pulling apart
0: the car, weren't you? <laughs> yes, we were. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but but not. A,
4: let's let's go back five minutes. We're sitting in um, a little township just before uh, M started to join. Is on the first leg. And so she's sitting on the side of the road on a blanket with the uh, her documented folder, <laughs> rules and regulations and whatnot. And she's got a phone beside her and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. Em, this is your next section to go. Uh, I, I think you'll get ready now. So she gets ready and uh, all of a sudden goes, oh, what have I done with my phone? <laughs> We're pulling. Where's I said, em, let's go back to where you started. Did you check the folder? And sure enough, that's where our phone was. Then followed the hideaways. No, 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 it's
0: not
3: the folder. We find (laughs) that phone though. We we pulled everything out of the back of that car, and we we're calling it, trying to find, you know, see if we can hear it. We we'd almost (laughs) completely emptied the car, and then and then Steve says, "Are you sure it's not in the folder? Because you have the folder with you." And she yeah. opens up the phone and she's like, never mind, I've got it.
2: <laughs> you know what, though? Then, I like, came for entertainment value.
4: Yeah. And then so five minutes later, we had the high-vis scenario. And then we get to uh, the checkpoint after that. Or no, just as we got there, I think I had his uh, cheese toasty yes. all sorted as well. And M's going... <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, who's put the cheese toastie in? In the meantime, Em's holding it. So she was... And, she's, and I, even wait.
1: I was there and she's going, where's the cheese toastie?" And I'm it's looking at her hands going... Thinking, it's in your hand. cheese toasty? Did I miss
0: something?
4: <laughs> it was the best five, uh, ten minutes of yeah. uh, individual <laughs> brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> or just a little bit of um, stress there on your behalf, Em.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: How come you're online all of a sudden? We've just got you on the um, microphone.
0: you <laughs> little <Hey>. bit flushed. <laughs> yes. What? <That's> all right.
3: <laughs> no, there you are.
2: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
3: oh good. All oh, good. Yes, anyway. Thank yeah. you, guys. Right, thank you. You know, it was really yeah, yeah. a pleasure. I could have done it without you. My
2: pleasure. Yeah. That was awesome. And, you know, congratulations. You. It's a big, massive feat.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was It was. huge. I mean, it is big, you know. It's a and like the race directors say, you, you think, "Oh yeah, it's a big race," but you don't realise it is how big it is until you do it. And yeah. it's huge, and it's you know, it's tough. But um, but we got it done, and that's that was the goal, that was the mission. Yeah. And it yeah. was a successful mission.
4: It was. <laughs> it was. And let, and let's talk about Izzy's feet on the last note. There are only two blisters on toes. I've seen yeah. your feet in way worse condition. So well done on your foot yeah. health and management. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, no, my my feet were, were great, like really?
3: In fact, when we were sitting around today and we look, looked at our feet and my feet were all swollen. His feet and, were more swollen and her, her feet were fine. It's like looking at our feet, you wouldn't know who actually just did the two hundred and forty kilometers.
0: Wow.
4: <laughs> but you've wow. also got only two toes with nails in the, in their nail beds, too, yeah, isn't
0: yeah. that right <laughs> bed earlier. <laughs> All right, well, thanks so it. much
1: for joining, and I will let you two get back to your families because you've spent enough time away from them on behalf of me. Um, <laughs> all righty, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. thanks team.
0: Catch up. Bye. Bye. Bye.